All right, this is Side by Side Podcast. My name is Sam, and I have the pleasure of having a great guest, Gabby Armandaris, on the there show. You go. Yes, thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, thank you for thank you for accepting the invitation. For sure. And uh, man, like I'm a fan. You know, you came and you uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm a out. fan. <laughs> I am a fan. I follow you. I well, follow thanks. you on uh, Instagram and. You did an amazing job when you came and you like, sang for us at Night of Worship. Okay, yeah, I remember that. And uh, it was it was definitely special. And uh, ever since then, I hit that follow button on uh, Instagram. Nice. And Thanks. and I love I love your posts, man. Like you, you post and uh, you know similar to Carlos, which we had on here as well. Uh-huh. Always very uplifting. You know, yeah. always have a positive message. You know, something to to share for like the young people and encourage them. So sure. so I always like you know appreciate you know. Um, people that that offer something you know um something positive you know because uh, you know so much negativity out there and yeah bad news you know so, so many For things sure. that you know bring you down and then you when you see you know um young people that are encouraging other people yeah. is always great so yeah um i don't know is that like a church thing like what like where does that come from where you just like feel like you know, I should I should share this. Like I should encourage people. Um, I always feel like I it, well, first of all, thank you for yeah. the invite and um for being a fan. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't like to call them fans, you know, but anyways, um I think that uh I always like to share something that is always feels filtered through me. Mm. I don't like to just oh because it sounds right or because it sounds okay I'm going to share it or whatever no I want people to know that everything that I share on my social media uh, as far as inspiring or uplifting or a word or it is sometimes it's not even like bible word it's just uplifting it's because it's filtered through me um I think that it has it resonates more with people because that makes you more relatable yeah you know and it a lot of people don't have to like your post for it to be relatable a lot of people you know a lot of a lot of us and i'm included in it sometimes i i'm like oh man people didn't like it because a lot of people didn't didn't like it right 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 right. and and uh but i've i guess it comes with age that you know a lot of people don't have to like it for it to be impactful yeah and so uh you I want it to filter through me and I want it to, to be powerful. Even the silly ones that I post, yeah. like, you know, red flag, if they don't type, you know, <laughs> run away or yeah. if I don't like going to church or I say I'm spiritual, you know, stuff like that because it's funny, but it's true. So I try to be as relatable as I can. And I want anything that I post to be filtered through me because there's no sense in posting something if it doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah, no, that's so true. And I love like that. You said that, that, it's not something that you just saw, you liked it, and you just posted it. Right. Like, it's something more that, like, you wanted to make sure that, do I truly agree with this? Right. You know? Is this a, a message that, you know, I can, you know, share and, and feel good about right. the fact that I shared it? You know? Because right. I'm assuming that you follow other pages that maybe, like, you know, you see those and then you share those. Like, right. Is that kind of like how Sometimes how it works? I do. The, the ma- sometimes the majority I do share that I I've, I follow other pages. And sometimes, you know, sorry, you know, religious people, but sometimes there's not even Christian pages yeah. or whatever. It's just people that are, that have wisdom, that are, are in leadership, are, you know, for finances or whatever that makes sense and you can apply to every area of your life. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, and... Uh, I agree, like, cause it doesn't always necessarily have to, um, you know, tie into, you know, uh, church base, the church things, yeah. yeah. Which I will say though, like, uh, most of the stuff, um, I, I think it like goes around because yeah. I think it it originated in the Word of God, and then mm-hmm. like the the Word, I mean, the the world takes it and then they use it for like their benefit, and then somehow it makes it w- its way back around, and yeah. we find it, you know, and we think that it came from the world, but really it always stemmed from. Right. from it always stems from the Word of God. From the Word of God. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I like to, like you said at the beginning, I like to, uh, to post things that are uplifting because we have so much negativity in this world, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes it's not even in the world; it's in our own minds, mm-hmm. and so uh, I I think that that being uplifting and you know um funny sometimes can you know make your morning better or set the pace to your day so yeah i I mean i like to do stuff like that and sometimes it is churchy stuff like my pastor say something and i like it and i'll write it down on my phone and and then i'll go home and make like a graphic for it and then i'll post it and give him props for it 
or is something that a friend might have said something and like in a conversation or something i'm like i like that and you know just post it because like i said you know if i feel that it's impacted in my life and it filters through me then i think maybe somebody can use it today yeah no for sure uh i absolutely like (laughs) agree and and i love it and sometimes i'm like man how do like how do you how does carlos do it where like you guys like have almost like a daily thing or something. For me, I'm just like, ah, <laughs> oh, like I want to post something yeah. and I want people to be wowed by it. And I know it shouldn't be like that. Right. Mm. But then it's like, like, I'm like, but what, like, what should I say? And I, and I feel like people can be like, oh, that's cheesy or, oh, like, well, you yeah. know what? I've had my cheesy posts and, you know, like, you know, memories on social media, on Facebook yeah. that pop up and, and it tells you what you posted like a couple of years ago. And then uh, I'll look at him and I'm like, yeah, that's bad. I'm, I'm gonna delete that. <laughs> yeah. That was that was. Bad. What was I thinking? Or and like, then my grammar. I'm like Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyways, uh, so I mean, you you grow. It's something you grow in. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm perfect because sometimes you know I even like I'll I'll screenshot it and I'll send it to my sisters or something and they're like, yeah, no, don't do that. Again. Yeah. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> or, but I mean, it's something that it, it's with practice. But I mean, I think that also if. If God puts a word in you, like, you know, in your quiet time or your devotional Mm -hmm. time that you have, and it's just something that resonates in you, I believe in sharing it. You know, I'm getting more comfortable doing lives. I didn't do one last week because Thanksgiving and everything, but I'm I'm getting more comfortable with doing lives. And and even though I don't call myself a Bible theologian or anything like that, even though I shout out to my alma mater, CFNI, um, I didn't, I, I don't consider myself, like, I'm not you know, flashing my degree or whatever, but it's like, um, I, sometimes I feel like, you know, God's leading me to, 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 to share it. Yeah. And like I said, not necessarily for like 500 likes or, you know, like 300 streams or whatever. I mean, that's super <laughs> low numbers, but whatever it shows you how much I care about that. <laughs> but, um, it's, it's just something that I'm like, you know, I need to share it. And then you come to find out that they'll, Somebody will, uh, will, you know, DM me or text me or somehow find their way to let me know, hey, what you did on the live was really what I needed to hear today. Wow. I had I had a rough morning with my kid or, you know, uh, you know, I had a rough morning period um, or, you know, I've been going through this and nobody knows. And thank you for encouraging me. But it's something that, you know, God really puts inside of you. And then you have to be real alert and I know people always are like, you know, how do you know it's the word of God? How do you know the, it's the voice of God? It's the, I For me, the voice of God is when um, when I can't get past it. Mm. I can't get past That's it. It's just something that I just I just have to do it. I have to say it. Or there'll, there'll be circumstances around my, my, my daily life that bring me back to that one thing that I wanted to talk about, that I wanted to post about, that I wanted to bring up. And so it'll always come to that. And so when I when I release it and, you know, God does what he needs to do, um, then I feel okay. And then when the people come and let me know, you know, hey, this is I'm like, okay, that's why I did it. That's confirmation. Yeah. Right. Confirmation. Absolutely. No. Yeah. But that's amazing because uh, I think so many of us like often like question ourselves, like, how do I know if it's from God? You know, how do I know, you know, it's God, the one that is speaking to me, you know, because. For most of us, you know, we don't get to hear the audible voice of God. Right. Right. But, you know, God can still, you know, speak to you. Yeah. And sometimes it's, you know, through kind of like what you were saying, where it's just like you keep having this thought continue to come into your mind. And you're like, is it coming from me or is it like it must be like, you know, something else because it keeps like coming back to me, you Mm -hmm. know, and and that's just God like maybe stirring up something in your heart to to share it, you know, and then you finally share it. And uh, then again, you get that confirmation. So. And it takes courage. It takes courage to obey God because, you know, you really don't know uh, the words that you say are impactful. You know, the word of God says that um, the power of life and death are in our tongue, are in our words. And so it can be scary because we don't, at least for me, I don't want to say something that will bring somebody down. You know, I don't want to purposely hurt somebody. Right. And so um, whenever um, you have to take courage and speak what God is asking you to speak, even if it's like something that it might be you think might be hurtful right. or might be too personal. Um, but, but of course, you're not going to be posting that on social media. <laughs> it's just something that that you can share if you're going to be, you know, telling whoever God place on your heart which we're going going a different route right now no no i like it because (laughs) i think sometimes like i mean you're just talking about it how like 
you know, you want to share something and sometimes you're afraid that it could be offensive. Right. You know, but sometimes the word of God can be offensive. Right. You know, because it's like a double edged sword. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because the truth hurts you it know, does. sometimes. But the beauty about God is that his truth hurts, but it heals at the same time. Mm. You know, it, it, it cuts, but it heals. And um, he's not going to, the difference between God and the world is that the world will leave you hurt, but God will mm. will heal you. He'll hurt, he'll take away what needs to be taken away, and the process will probably hurt. Right. Because, you know, we're flesh, and right. our egos are hurt, and, you know, we might be too uplifted. But, but then at the same time, he brings healing and peace. And so... Um, uh, yeah, that's, um, but going again back to it takes courage. It takes courage to be Christian, period. Right. And to obey God and to obey the words that he wants you to speak. And to even as insignificant as you think that they might be, um, it takes courage. And, you know, he wants obedience rather than sacrifice. Mm. And so, I mean, when we obey, when we obey, um, we have his blessing. And so, yeah, you can't go wrong when you obey. Right. And it's. I think the reason why sometimes it's easier to sacrifice than it is to obey is because um, with sacrifice, you get to choose what yeah. you sacrifice mm -hmm. versus with obedience, like you're not choosing. You're forfeiting everything. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think that's what's hard. But ultimately, true obedience is sacrifice anyway, mm -hmm. right? Because you know, a lot of times, you know, you don't necessarily want to do like, you know, those things or whatever, whatever it is mm -hmm. that is asked of you. Yeah. And in a way it is again like it's sacrifice yeah and so um i think you know that that's what's difficult but um if we truly want to live a life you know that is pleasing unto god mm -hmm. um i think that um we have to you know truly give ourselves to um you know whether it's obedience and sacrifice you know um because yeah I guess here's here's a question that I'd like to ask, okay. and maybe you almost even like jump into this Gotta real quick. I know I was gonna ask you, and and we will we'll, we'll, we'll jump okay. into like yeah. a little bit about you. I wanted to ask uh -huh. you about yourself, That's but I'm, it's already getting in deep. It's already okay. getting in deep. We started. We just jumped into like the deep end. Yeah. We didn't even baby step it. For real, <laughs> <laughs> right? But no. But uh, here's what I want to ask: okay. is you know something that I like. I was having a conversation with my uh, with my girlfriend. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. But like. And I'm gonna come back and ask questions. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now we, we won't answer questions, but but um, we'll see. Who knows? Um, but we we're talking about. She was talking about how, you know, she saw a TikTok, and I don't mm -hmm. like, I don't like encourage people to be on TikTok. But um, she's talking about she was on TikTok, and she saw this message about how this girl was talking about how, um, like, growing up a Christian. Mm -hmm you um you almost f like are like you have this feeling that you have to like sacrifice like everything and and let me um let me finish what i mean by this okay. because like she says like you almost want to like sacrifice like like your whole life and it's like how do you find the balance because sometimes it's like um you know you almost feel like you can't even be happy like mm -hmm. as soon as you find like a relationship someone that you like mm -hmm. you know you almost feel like you can't be in that relationship because you're too happy and it's like you know, you almost sabotage like your, your happiness, your, your happiness, because you feel like you have to like, you know, sacrifice for God. Right. And so, well, is it sacrifice for God or sacrifice for religion? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it sounds more like, you know, how I'm capturing the question. Yeah. Is that, you know, she felt like she couldn't be happy or she felt guilty for being happy. Right. Right. And that's not God. Mm. That's not a fruit of the spirit. Um, the fruit of the spirit, you know, it's uh, love, patience, joy. Um, and if it doesn't produce that, then mm -hmm. it's not of God. Um, uh, it's, it sounds to me like whoever made this TikTok was just, um, was caught up in the religion or the, the, um, association or whatever it was, right. because it's two totally different things, a religion and an association and a relationship mm -hmm. with God. Um, yes, those things help us, you know, um, build it mm -hmm. and uh, give us structure. Right. But I mean, <clears throat> I don't think people should be guilty of being happy right. and living in the fullness that God has given you. Now, if you're full of the Holy Spirit and and you're really seeking and you're really um, wanting to do the will of God, 
I believe that and firmly believe that the Holy Spirit will guide you to what the what relationship or the circumstances that you need to be in to truly be happy. Um, because uh, our whole, the Holy Spirit and our emotions are two totally different things, mm-hmm. you know. And like, again, coming back to this girl on or this person on TikTok, you know, I think that they were probably too involved in their head in it and too emotional in it and not going in it for the right reasons. Um, me personally, I don't know this person, right? but I think that if, uh, if the Holy spirit is the one guiding us to every, to every truth, um, then if you're in the truth, then you shouldn't be guilty of being happy or thinking that a sacrificing for God is a, is a burden. Right. And and I agree. And you know, I, does it make sense? Did I, did it no, make sense? No, it, it does because I mean, <laughs> it, like <laughs> to me at least, it did. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, you're right. Um, but I know for me, like personally, like it's something that I wrestle with the idea, with mm. the thought, because uh-huh. you know, you go into like the Bible and it talks about you know, if you don't lo- if you don't hate your mother, your father, and like uh, you know, follow me, then you're not like worthy of me. You know, if, if it, it talks about Sometimes it's almost like, well, is it like, um, is it talking literally, literally, or is he like being figuratively, or, you know? But you can almost, it almost feels like he's talking literally, you know, and, yeah. and I mean, Sounds clearly, <laughs> clearly he doesn't want you to hate your like, right, right, your your father and your mother, like he doesn't want you to hate them, but, but he is talking about like it seems like to me like a certain level of sacrifice mm-hmm. where like you you almost have to like leave, you know family aside which you know i don't know it's, it's so difficult it's hard in our culture mm-hmm. and in our culture it's hard to leave family uh, aside um but it's it's also um necessary because sometimes your calling isn't your family isn't your in your family calling right. sometimes you're the first one that has to step out and be brave and you know do what do what needs to be done for you so you can set the pace for the generations to come i mean um that's why that's how I'm perceiving your your comment. Right. Um, because you want to you want to the word of God says that we go from glory to glory. Right. And so you want to be better than your parents, not right. in a m- mean way, but you want to provide better for your future family. Sure. And so that's how I see it. You know, um, you know, you'll leave your father and your mother. I, and this is this is another scripture. Right, but, right, right, right. But you're saying you're you're as you're talking about the scripture, you know, you have to. You have to basically, you know, set aside your family and follow Christ. Um, I think that that is talking about, then again, I'm not a theologian. Right, neither am I. <laughs> this is just my personal opinion. Nobody come after nobody. Yeah, right. But uh, uh, I believe that that's, that's speaking of, um, you, have to ma- you have to set your own pace. You have to go after what God calls you to do. And sometimes it's not the family business. Right. Sometimes it's not the family calling. Sometimes it's, something different for you because you're stepping into something new that doesn't necessarily mean it's better or worse than you know what your family is doing but just necessarily that it's new and it's a new chapter and it's something that you have to step out and be brave in yeah and i mean and yeah you talked about it to start with that like it takes courage yeah. right and in, in order to to be brave you know and, and to you know follow god and to do what he asks you to, to do to be obedient yeah you know um but see, like, you know, we talk about these things, right? But they can almost become, like, theoretical, right? Mm-hmm. And you can say, like, like, you should do it this way, do it that way, and it sounds pretty. But it then does. W- it sounds, sounds pretty, but it's 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 a work. It's work. It's work, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Because when you when you put it pra- practically, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. if you have, like, family that is, like, in the ministry, yeah. you know, or not. But, like, I know pastors and even, my, like, my own dad, like, where, like, there are times where, like, he wouldn't come home, mm-hmm. you know? And es- essentially, like putting like your family to the side, yeah. you know, almost sacrificing your family yeah. for the calling of God, yeah. you know? And, um, and that's, that's where I think people get it twisted. Um, because, uh, I'm a firm believer that, and this might sound cliche or something that you read on social media, but it's so true. Your first ministry is your family. Right. Um, I personally, this is me, this is me, Gabby. Right. I, um, when I hear a speaker or when I hear somebody, you know, preaching or whatever, I automatically go to where's your wife, where's your kids? Mm-hmm. That's just me. Right. Um, because I mean, I, the nana sirve, can we Spanglish? 
Yeah. <risa> de nada sirve <risa> ser luz del mundo y ser oscuridad en tu casa. Mm. Because, I mean, you know, you have... And I see this a lot with people my age and younger kids also. Yeah, like younger as far as like in their... Probably in their 20s to early 40s. You know, these are people that grew up in our generation as far as like in church and stuff. And they were hurt because their families chose to put church before right. them. And a lot of them are coming back to God, but they're coming back beat and hurt when they shouldn't have had left in the first place. Right. And it's not anything God did. It's just the choices that other people made that affected them, that they took the repercussions of it. And so I firmly believe that if you're going to sacrifice your family for it, for a ministry, it's not worth it. I, that's what I believe. Right. It's not because, I mean, at the end of the day, the crowds leave. You know, the band goes home. Right. You, everybody leaves Denny's parking lot <laughs> or IHOP now, whatever yeah. it is. And you it's go true. home and you go home to who? Right. To your family. If you're single, you go home to yourself. Well, that's <laughs> what you should be going home to. Right, right. But if you have a family, you know, you go you go home to your family. And you, and that's who you have at the end of the day. And you're not pretending to be anybody because they know you. Right. And so I'd rather them know me for me. Like, I want my... I want my sisters and my brother and my mom and my dad and my niece and my husband to say she was the same on and off stage. She wasn't trying mm. to pretend anybody because, yes, I obeyed God, but God gave me my family for a reason. Yeah. You know, not a lot of people get to have a family. Not a lot of people get to enjoy their families on holidays. You know, not a lot of. And, and why not take care of what God has given mm. you? That's now? good. No, I mean, you, you're right, yeah. man. You like. Drop the mic right there, <laughs> literally. Okay, bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but man, like it's gonna seem like I'm like challenging everything you're saying, and, no, I'm, go and, ahead. I'm, and I'm really not, because I agree. Maybe I should be a pastor. Yeah, because <laughs> I I agree. I agree with like everything yeah. that you're saying. Yeah. Uh, maybe too much, right? Okay. And, yeah. And like maybe I agree too much with it, and this is why, like for me, like maybe it's my own convictions, or maybe it's the enemy, right? I don't know. No, go ahead. But I'm not taking it personal. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> But to me, I'm like, okay, but I know like really good people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, cause like this sounds like the people that like that you described sounds like maybe they could be like the Pharisees, mm -hmm. right? That are just too religious, yeah. you know, and that they almost like you know set aside their family because you know they're concerned about like their um, um, what do you call it, uh, like their image, you know, and mm -hmm. like they want to seem like they're holy or whatever, and okay. you know, like they want to get more followers or like. Okay. But I'm talking about like I know people, and I'm not gonna obviously name names. But like that are really good people and like are literally sacrificing like themselves, but as a consequence, also their family, because um, because of the calling that they feel like that, they, that God is giving them, you know, to to, you know, um, shepherd, you know, like mm -hmm. which like for a pastor, like literally like um, it, it requires like a lot of sacrifice, mm -hmm. you know, and not just anybody's called to be a pastor, no. right? Because it, it requires a lot. Oh, yeah. And if, and if they, if a pastor, um, were to take on like what, um, I guess this new age, uh, Christianity that I guess, um, has like come forth where it's like almost like catered to yourself and not necessarily to, to God, then it's like, you know, our sheep would be like running wild because there's no one tending after them. No one like, you know, caring for them making sure that you know they're not being like um taken by a wolf or you know or or just yeah. you know scattering off or whatever um so that's my concern is like you know like i don't know how much like responsibility i have like with like okay i gave myself enough time you know to like to be with my family because i do like i, I like mm -hmm. i want to spend time with my family i love my family yeah. you just said it earlier like i'm i feel like i'm so blessed to have a great family yeah. you know and not everybody has uh, right. a family and right. a family uh, unit yeah. yeah and and i feel like i have a really good one and i'm blessed and i want to take advantage of that mm -hmm. but then at the same time i'm like but like there's people out there that are in need yeah you know and i'm like man i don't know like should i be doing more you know kind of thing and right. that, that's something that i guess like I, I, I'm wrestling. Yes, uh, d definitely. Like wrestling with it. Like, like how much you know? Am I like being like selfish? And how much of it is it like you know? Just like you were you were talking about earlier, which is like really religiosity. You know, religiosity. or just yeah. um, you, you know, you're just focused on like what um, I don't know. Like um, you think it's supposed to be, but it's it's not really like that. Um, 
and how much of it again is like me just like sabotaging my own happiness you know Uh, yeah so so i'm gonna come at you from 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 me from personal uh so I grew up in ministry and uh, I grew up in church and my family always knew that there was, that I was always going to be in ministry and that I have a calling. That's, that's just my family news. My family knows. And so, um, so how I find a balance for that is that my family knows that Sundays are sacred days and my friends know this too. So Sundays are where I dedicate my time for God and church and then um, on Sunday evenings is when I dedicated to them, mm-hmm. uh, to my family. And sa- Saturday nights also, you know, it's to my family, especially with the COVID and everything that had the pandemic. It was like, I think it brought everybody back into alignment to the family unit, but that's just a whole other subject. Right, right. And so, so, like you said, you have a wonderful family. And I'm not saying that everybody here has the privilege to say that. I hope and I pray that you do at one point in your life that you have an amazing family or a family unit or, or a family of choice that you choose to to make your family. Um, but I know that my family is communication is key. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that whenever I have events coming up or trips, um, I, I'm like, okay, everybody get your calendars out. This is what's going to happen. This is what it is. This, this, and this. And uh, and they're like, okay, cool. So we know that you won't be here for this or this. I do make it a priority to be there for every holiday and every birthday. Mm. Because, um, like, again, that I want to cherish my family. And, I, and there's things that I won't be able to live again um, with my family. I can live a, a million events. I can do a million evangelistical events. I can do a lot of trips. I can travel to the same place. You know, I can, you know, sing with the amazing band that I always sing with. But I won't be able to, to have the memories with my family again. I won't be able to have a birthday party with my sisters again or my brother or whatever. But I do know what the feeling of being guilty comes from. Right. Because you're like, man, I could do more. I could do more. And I think that it will come. I think that that's normal. And it comes with everything. If you stay or you don't stay, you're going to have that feeling. I wish I could do more for the kingdom. If you stay That's with true. your family, if you do more for the kingdom, I wish I could have stayed with my family, mm. you know, and it's always about yep. finding the balance in it. And, and you know what is, it does sound like, uh, you know, too good to be true. You find the balance and it's hard to find a balance and you're not always going to get the balance and right. y la vas a regar you right. you're going you, you know aprendiendo echando mala se aprende mm-hmm. but you know it's like it's 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 again it's what you feel convicted of you know if if god if the holy spirit tells you um i think you can sit this one out you don't have to go to this event okay cool i'm going to sit it out mm-hmm. Or, you know, I think your family's going to be okay. It's just one game of Loteria you're missing. <laughs> They're going to play Loteria again right. next Sunday, you know, kind of a thing. And so you have to find a balance. And your family also has to know where you're coming from. If you don't let them know, they're never going to know. If you don't open up and communicate with your family or your friends or the people that you're around that you're trying to find a balance with, how are they going to know that you the way that you're feeling if you don't open up to them? Yeah, no, you're not, you're not wrong, and and I've had those conversations yeah. like with with my family, you know, um, you know, off and on, and um, and I do try to make a priority to, you know, um, be there for both, you yeah. know, and I think recently like I'm spending more time with the family rather than like with the ministry, but yeah. I'm trying to like like you said right. find that balance, find you know, and and I think that especially now that the holidays are coming around, again for me holidays and birthdays are non-negotiable, mm. um, because uh you have to spend time with your family. Yeah. I mean, if you if you don't spend time with your family and you're not poured into, you're not going to have anything to pour out. Mm-hmm. And you know, and sometimes you do need to skip the events because you need to be poured into. Right. Um and not necessarily with your family, maybe you don't need to be part of the event, you need to be at the event to be poured into. Mm. Um yeah. or you know, sometimes you don't need to be leading worship or you don't need to be the one preaching, you need to be the one sitting in the crowd so you can receive because you can't pour out what you don't have. Yeah, you're not wrong, man. That's good. Um, you know, you mentioned um, you mentioned you with the band. Yeah. Do, do you have a particular band that you uh, you play with or? I have particular. I have I have a key people that I that I bring together. Like um, like when when we came here, yeah. it was just a group of, of of different people that that were available. First of all, well, no, wait, let me rephrase that. Uh, that they were what happened. 
don't know. The screen went out. Sorry. Uh, no, a few okay. people that were available. Okay. I have. I have uh, first of all, um, shout out to Mike if he's hearing this. If he hears this, uh, he's my. He's basically my band director. Okay. Um. So Mike. Wait, and, that's a thing. A band director. Yeah. Well, I mean, what he, was that? He, he, he brings people together? Pretty much. I'm okay. like, I'm doing this event here and here, and I need this and this, and he'll be like, I got it. And so, well, we, we ask cool. each other, you know. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, he takes it from there sometimes, and then and then I give him the list, and he's like, it's not going to work because it's a different key. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call myself that now. I'm band director. I'm just going to put people together. And just, you just assemble it. Yeah. But uh, um, so shout out to Mike yeah. and all the guys. Um, and... What was he telling you about the band? So I have different people yeah. that that I that I can reach out to and that are key people. Um, I tell Mike this all the time. I'm like, I don't care if they're professionals or not. I how's their heart? Mm, and so I'm like, if their heart's not right, um, I I rather have a beginner that has like charts there and like can barely take, can barely carry a tune. But if their heart's right, it'll mm. be okay. And so um, that's that's my only rule. You know, how's your heart? That's good. And so, um, well, we get um, people that we've connected throughout the years, like Carlos I've connected with because I went and led worship where he was attending a church at the time, um, with Naum, with Josue, with Cisco. Uh, Cisco I know because he's my bass player. He's the one that um, uh, I connected with through his wife that, was, that we used to work together. And so that's how we connected. And Cisco plays bass at Free Life with me. Um, we're in the same worship band. Okay. And so it's like different people. You know, if, if one's not available, gracias a Dios, there's always um, uh, other people that are available. So it's like uh, the spot's never empty because there's always overflow of people that yeah. are willing to serve. Yeah. And so shout out to all the band, to everybody, to Naomi, to Kelly, to Carlos, to uh, I'm going to forget names and they're going to probably <laughs> tell them, call me out because I For forgot real. their names. Um, for Jacob, a shout out to everybody that, you know, has ever helped and that is going to be helping yeah. in the future. Can, can I, we hurt some feelings? Who's what? your, who's your favorite like drummer? My favorite drummer. Yeah. Oh, we're going to hurt feelings here, but <laughs> I have two. Um, my top one is her name, Cynthia. Oh, it's a girl. That's a girl. She's a girl. Um, mm. it's a girl and, uh, she's awesome. I always try to bring her to the events that I do, but she never wants to come, mm. but she's Call my number out. one. Okay. She's my number one, Cynthia. And then my number two is Josue. Um, he came All to right. that. Yeah, yeah, so that's Josue. Um, so, yeah. Okay. And then uh, who's your favorite guitarist? My favorite guitarist, well, my favorite guitarist uh, was my Theo David. Okay. But he passed in this past, this year. Sorry to hear. So, you know, it, we were hurting as a family, you know, and, uh, but he was, he was my top. But uh, now, um, well, not now, but my second best guitarist would have to be um, my friend Josue, my compadre. He's he's amazing. Wait, the same the same drummer? No, no, Is another one. Okay. That's another one. Yeah, <laughs> right. he's he's really good. He's really good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What about uh, the bass? Bass. Yeah. My favorite bass player is Cisco. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. No, but Cisco, but he usually comes with, uh, he comes whenever, uh, we, we can't fill because he's really busy because he has, a uh, um, family, the Quinn again, priorities. Right, right, right. And then, um, he, his son is always, uh, like on soccer tournaments. So sometimes when he can come, he comes, but for sure, Cisco and Shaban, Shaban is, is a really, really sick drummer. I mean, wow. uh, bass player. Okay. He's he He's the one that came here with me. Okay. Yeah. And he slap. He slaps. I like okay. it when they slap. It. Okay. <laughs> right. I think it sounds cool. I don't know. <laughs> I do. So yeah, um, I like when they slap. What about the keys? The last Mike. one. The keys. Mike. Mike. He's the director. The Mike. Same? Yeah. Okay. Mike. Mike is my keys guy. Okay. Mike, and then uh, that's the only one that I travel with. Uh, that I when I go to events is Mike, um, and then like uh, if I have to have another keys guys, it would have to either be my friend Daniel from church. He plays awesome. He. Daniel can play every anything, anything, mm. even the bazooka. I dare I say, you know. He's oh, awesome. like instruments, he can play. Anything. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. yeah. I thought you meant like he can play any song. Like, and in any song, any song too. He's okay. awesome. Okay, yeah. even like uh, secular songs too. Yes, like, anything. Yes. You know, Alicia Keys. Uh, what, what's that one called? Um, I don't know. The the one that uh, what's it called? Uh, um, no, not New York. Um, the one that starts like. Dun -dun 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 hold on how does it go <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't know and it's the uh if i ain't got you oh do you know that song or no yeah do you? some people want it oh, all oh okay but i don't 
oh come on <laughs> it's our first time we had anybody <laughs> sing on here so that's awesome uh, yeah, yes, no. but yeah, all the guys can play anything, and that's one of the things that I like that they're very diverse. You know, right? Uh, they can go off into like we can be in the middle of a praise song, and then like they'll go off and do like the riff and the bridge of like you know beat it or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> and I would yeah. know what they're playing, right. and I'm like, really, guys? And they're just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun, yeah, right? It's fun. It's, it's fun, fun, and it definitely lights the mood and everything. Yeah, for it's sure. cool. Um, what about singers? Yeah, I think you mentioned uh, Kelly. The, Kelly, the one that came. Kelly's last time. amazing. Yeah. Kelly is. Uh, I think that she's one of the best vocalists that I've heard. Kelly, um, she's very underrated. Mm. I guess I'm putting it out there because she has way much, a lot of talent. At Kelly, and then like also Carlos sings with us too. And right. then Shabon's wife now, because Shabon's married, his um his wife uh, Veronica, she also has mean pipes. Mm. And so okay. it's like it's different collaborations of people that 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 want to serve and that want to be part of like right. an event or something. And I'm if you know anything about me, I'm not a stage hog. I'm not gonna do that. I remember. You know? And so I'm like, you, if if we're practicing something and I hear you sing it, and I'm like. You should sing that song. Wow! And they'll sing it, and and uh, it's the beauty about being prepared in and out of season because mm. you know, yeah, the list might say Gabby's gonna lead, 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 but then when we're there, everybody knows that I, I'm gonna change it, wow. the key or the order or <laughs> something. <laughs> right, right. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard that before. Where like, because you know, typically, you know, if you're invited, mm -hmm. you know, you want to like, uh, you're the one that was invited. You know, maybe mm -hmm. yours. Your face is the one on the poster. Right. You know, you're like, um, I need to be featured. I, I'm the one that's like, you no, know. No, I'm not about that. No. I'm not. Um, because um, I want to I, I wanna be what, what I would have wanted other people to be for me. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's cool and it's nice, you know, when people put your name on the flyer and the poster <laughs> and they invite you and, you know, la cantante and all that stuff. And I'm like, it feels nice. I'm not right. going to say it doesn't because it does. But then, you know, um, I wish that I would have had somebody that would have been what I what I strive to be for my fellow bandmates. Right. Because, I mean, you, yeah, you're probably not the best at the time and you, you still need a little work now. Mm. But, you know, I would have loved for somebody to have given me the opportunity, right. even if it sounded horrible. <laughs> I would have been yeah. like and that would have stayed with me. Right. You know, and that's and that's the thing that sometimes I think people take themselves too seriously as far as like their title. Right. Right. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, you're just a servant and you're and you need to obey what God asks you to to do, because a lot of the times I want to sing the songs that I tell somebody to lead. But Holy Spirit's like they need to sing it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times they need to sing it because not for me or for the event, but because they need the breakthrough or somebody else needs to hear it from them to have their breakthrough. So it's all spiritual, really. No, that's good. And, and you're right, because sometimes like um, it's almost like people will connect um, more with that person like mm -hmm. that, um, like, I don't know, like that has like that singing, you know, for whatever reason, yeah. whether it's the note that they hit, whether it's the you know many hours that they put behind the scenes, like yeah. um, preparing in like in prayer or whatever it was who knows right um but only god knows like why like sometimes you know uh, he chooses someone you know to mm -hmm. to minister yeah. or whatnot so sure. which leads me to my next question like for you which is you know how do you how do you prepare like how do you prepare for whenever like like say they invite you to an event okay. you know and they say like hey like we want you to um you know come lead worship for okay. us like how, how do you prepare um Again, I don't want to sound like, oh, my gosh, she's super spiritual. And no, sometimes I'm like blank. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, really, God? Like, what am I going to do? So I first ask what the event's about. Like, if it's a youth event, if it's a women's event, if it's a, like a general congregation event. I haven't been asked to lead worship for a men's event. I I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be weird. Yeah. But um, but if they invite me, sure, cool. Uh, I'll take the whole band. Uh, um, uh, but I I first ask what the event is about, and mm -hmm. so I kind of base myself off of that. Now sometimes they have like like a theme, like right. conquering you know your fears or whatever, yeah. or you know conquering twenty twenty two or whatever. Or get your breakthrough or something. <laughs> or get right? your breakthrough or yeah. something, and then I kind of go by there. But a lot of the times it it always filters through like, and it's crazy because. I'll be listening to like my Spotify or whatever. And then like, I'm like, Oh, I like that song. I'm gonna save it. Mm. 
Oh, I like the song. I'm gonna save it. And then, oh, I like the song that we sang at church. I'm gonna save it. And then, like, uh, two days or a week later, Gabby come out to this event and this is the theme and it coincides to the songs that I had already been listening to prior. Mm, wow. So a lot of the times it's, 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 it's God doing the, the set list. Right. And then a lot of the times it's me and Mike going back and forth at it with text messages. Like he's like, he's like, we don't have the track for that. I'm like, we don't need tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so he's all pro tracks. I'm not pro tracks. And so it's like, I mm. like to flow more. But Mike is Mike is working with me as far as like structuring everything. But I mean, it's, it really comes down to like, is this good for this event kind of a thing? And it's like right. anything, like if you're going to be speaking somewhere, you want to know what what it's about, you know, who you who your audience is going to be. Right. So you kind of base it off of that. But ultimately, it's what it's what if after you have your set list. You pray about it, or at least I do. And then if I if I have peace, if and and Mike has peace about it, and like maybe Josue, because we'll invite him to be, you know, into this this decision making, then we'll be like, okay, let's go. And then sometimes Josue is like, nah, I don't think this order goes. And so it's really a teamwork. Right. But it sounds like you have a, a pretty close net uh, group of friends. I do. You know, um, do you guys like? hang like hang out a lot or do you guys like um we used to we used to a lot um but, but now but now with like the holidays and everything coming up mm. it's like everybody is like kind of disperses to their right. own little family units and then and then once after that like we'll come back together and stuff which by the way you know we have we have a, a game night coming up and so okay we'll probably have that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we're super close it's like it's like we're family we just instantly connected with the guys right yeah yeah no i i've uh i feel like i've for sure seen like a few like you know um like posts you know and, and stuff like um maybe it's carlos or i don't know who it was but like or y'all like kind of like together or whatever mm-hmm. um and i think it's always important to have like a close net group of friends for sure right because sure. i think you know sometimes like this walk with christ can get difficult mm-hmm. and then you need like people that are um you know there for you to you know you know help keep you accountable and you know be there to like a, a shoulder to like lean on and because mm-hmm. it, it can be very difficult you know like man like you almost feel like um it, it's not attainable right the 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 marker right the end what god wants us to do mm-hmm. you know it almost seems like it's like impossible you know there's like so many um distractions so many um you know passions that are available to us and you know um it's easier for us to get you know derailed you know and and if you don't have like you know other you know people that you know again are there for you to where you're like you know if he's doing it you know then i can do it too and you know and you know going to them for like advice you know and how are you handling this like do you ever like wrestle with this do you ever struggle with this You know, I think that's what like friends are for, you know, yeah, is for to, sure. to kind of help you like feel like um, you're not alone. Right. Because I think it, it definitely like we can get that feeling. Right. I don't know. My um, my uh, the church that I go to, we have this saying called family of choice. And I like to take it a little step forward and a little step further and be like, my friends are my family of choice. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if I have this saying, like, if I eat with you, you're my friend because um we're we're breaking bread together Mm. and because you know once i'm going into a meal you know you're gonna see the ugly side of gabby you know like when i'm tearing up into some chicken wings you know it's not pretty (laughs) so you have to be my friend for me to let you for Mm. me to let you see how i'm really gonna eat my chicken wings but anyways um it's a family of choice it's a family of choice because um uh you you do you have you have to real you have to be real picky of the people that you let in your inner circle and in in your in your zone right. in your family of choice basically right um because um you're stuck with your family your blood family that that's it you're you like them or you don't like them that's that yeah yeah, uh, yeah and you can't do nothing about that um you didn't have a choice and neither did they so um but you do have a choice in who you allow to come into your circle and who right. you allow to speak life or to speak to speak into your life period right so yeah, I have very, uh, I am very particular about the people that I let into my into my circle, because um, and don't get me wrong, I've let some people in there that shouldn't have been there. Mm, come on, and uh, and it's uh, we've had to evict them from my life. <laughs> come on, and uh, and you know, se van solos, and I'm like, los <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> but I mean, some of them, you know, you gotta like shoo out of here. And the important thing is that you have people that are surrounded that are godly. 
that are going to hear from God, that are going to tell you the truth no matter how much it hurts, right. that are going they're going to tell you the truth no matter how much you get offended, no, that that don't get that aren't afraid to offend you, mm. because sometimes it's like really, you know? <laughs> yeah. like wow, you just told me that, right. and my sister's like yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, so as you can tell, my right. inner inner circle are my sisters and yeah. my mom and my dad and my brother. Um, and so those are my inner inner circle. I mean, I, I find it weird sometimes that people aren't close to their families. Mm -hmm. And I understand. I get it. A lot of people are, are raised differently. And, you know, circumstances happen that shouldn't happen. And that's why you're not close to your family. But I am. Right. You know, so I'm super close to my family. And so they're my inner, inner circle. And then, of course, I have the guys in the band, you know, that, that'll, uh, that'll call me out on something or, you know, that'll tell me that this isn't good for you, Gabs, or, or, you know, that'll confront me with something or that'll come up with ideas with me or that'll speak life into me uh, when situations aren't going the way that they want to. For example, um, and I'm just going to share this with you guys because um, come on. I just feel like, like sharing it. So um, my mom got diagnosed with uh, breast cancer at the beginning of the year. Wow. And so it's been the year of grace and it's been the year of hell and it's been the year of, um, of learning and really trusting in God for the promises that he's given you and really just standing on him. All right. And uh, so it's, it's been tough. So because as a family unit, we've been going through it. Um, that is why it's so important to have friends and family of choice that will pray you through it right. as you're going through it. You know, um, but there's people in my life that um, I can call and vent about how much I hate cancer and I can be human with them. And I can say a few chosen words, maybe right. a whole paragraph of those words, if I'm being real with you, because, you know, you don't you don't want that, you know, and you're cursing it. Um, that's not a license for you to cuss. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's just me and my humanity. Right. And um, so and there's people that I can go to and I can text and I can tell them how I'm having a crappy day today because mom went through radiation and it's burning her and nobody tells you the graphics of, of, of the side effects. Nobody yeah. tells you how emotionally draining yeah. it is. Nobody, you just like, you can't find the right way sometimes to pray. And you, all you have to do is remember how faithful he was, how faithful he still is and how faithful he's going to be. And so, um, and then there's people that, you know, you text and you want to hear back from and you don't hear from them. And you're like, man, I wish you would have replied back because I wanted to tell you how I felt. Wow. And that's unfortunately the, the times when you know who really is your friend mm -hmm. and not. And that's what I'm telling you. A lot of people left my inner circle wow. because of, you know, of stuff like that, you know, that you think that they're there for you and they're not. Right. And so, and I don't hate them. I love them at a distance. <laughs> like you stay over there and I'm staying here. Peace. But, you know, but my mom is doing great anyways. Yeah. She's doing good. You know, we're still going through low dosage chemo. Uh, but, you know, gracias a Dios, everything's fine. Everything's Amen. good. Everything's disappearing. Uh, but the importance to have people that will pray you through right. circumstances like that is very important. You have to be very particular of the people you allow in your life yeah. to speak into your life. Because, you know, I mean, what kind what do you expect from people that don't pray that don't have a prayer life that don't have a word life and when you're going through seasons like this because if you haven't been through a tough season you will be going into right. a tough season everybody does right. and if you don't have those people that can probably won't be able to quote you the right scripture they probably won't be able to pray the right way but they'll be there for you right. and you can sense that they're there for you and that they're and that God has placed them in your life to be a support system for you. And so you, we have to be picky, just like we're picky about our outfits, about what looks mm. good on Sunday, what looks wow. good on the cameras, what looks good for the Insta story, what looks good for the picture. We have to be just as picky like that with the people that we let into our lives because they're speaking life or death into us. Amen. And then a lot of us just, oh, because I don't have any friends, I'm going to take it. No, you're not going to take it. Mm. You better just, <laughs> you better take it and throw it back at him. Yeah, right. uh, but, you know, that's just 
Oh, I don't know why no, I rambled on. No, I, I, I loved it, man. That's <laughs> that's a whole clip right there, and I think I'm gonna. That's the one we're gonna share on a, oh. on our uh, Instagram. But yeah. no, I, I I think you're absolutely right. You know, and um, you, you talked about how like, you know, cancer. I think, at least for me, mm. when when people talked about cancer, I always uh, like felt like that was like, um, you know, something like I know it's awful. But I didn't realize it until like I, I started knowing people like close to me mm-hmm. that are going through it, mm-hmm. and they tell you like, oh, it's not just that you're aware that you're, like you're dying; it's physically painful. Yeah, like you're like in in pain constantly. Painful. You know, it's it's like a chronic pain or something like that is what yeah. I understood, and so it's like, oh, like dang, so like you know, on top of the fact that like you feel like you already have like a death sentence or a potential death sentence, like you're physically in pain, mm-hmm. you know. And, th- and then it's like, whoa, like, I mean, y- I feel like you, y- what can you do for them? Like, how, how can you like offer help? And, and you talked about it. Like sometimes like you feel like you have to have the right word. Sometimes you feel like you have to like say the right scripture or, you know, like or pray the right way. But sometimes like just being there, right. Just listening, yeah, you know, just something listening. like that's a, that's a talent in itself because some yeah. people don't know how to listen. Some right. people don't know how to. You know? Like, and I, I used to, I used to think like, man. Like, I don't have anything to say, mom. I don't have, and she's just like, just sit here. Mm-hmm. And I just sit there. And just by the fact that I was there, it was enough for her. It is enough for her. And that's the beauty of somebody's presence. Mm-hmm. Just, just right there. All you need, you don't even need to say anything. Just be there. Right. Just for somebody to just want you, just you in your presence, not even your words, just your presence. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's beautiful that you know you don't need to do or be anything that you're not you just need to be you and by being you is just by sitting there yeah i mean you think about it when you're like in a relationship right yeah and you're with someone that you like yeah right you're like you don't have to say anything you know you don't say nothing just look at me (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to entertain me just sit right there you're fine you're fine yeah and and sometimes it's just it's just because you because you want that that company right and a lot of the times, um, and I don't know why I'm taking it back to God, but it's like mm, we, it we want God. we want it to be like this big old, you know, if we don't see the the dry eyes fog on stage mm. or if we don't see the right lyrics or they don't have the right backdrop or, you know, if she forgot the words or whatever. And it's not even about that. It's just about knowing that he's there and his presence mm. is there. And that's enough. Come on. You know, that's enough. And I, I, I urge people to have that encounter with him that where you don't even need, you forget what you're going to ask for. Mm. That's how good his presence is. You forget. And you just like, you just, you just bathe in it. Right. Yeah. You know, some people say, (laughs) some, some people say like, I'm like an emotional person. I would like say otherwise, but like for me, like, man, like, wait, do you cry in commercials? No. Okay. What? You're not no, I'm not a, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But um but I do, I do cry when people say like I cry when they say the name Jesus, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe like Jesus does have like a soft spot for me. Yeah. Right. But who doesn't? You right. Know? Um but but yeah, like for sure, like I think for me I like I long for those moments, you know, yeah. when I'm in the presence of God yeah. because something overtakes me. And yeah. like I almost like lose control of yeah, like sure. my like emotions and All like right. Um, and I'm just like grateful. It's just this overwhelming feeling of like joy and just like yeah. gratefulness. And like, I just, I don't deserve yeah. this, like what, how good God has been to me. Yeah. And so I think, I think you're right. I urge people, man, like if you've never been in the presence of God, yeah. you know, get in and the presence of God. And you don't have to wait until a Sunday morning or an event or prayer meeting for, to have the presence of God. You can have it in, in your room. You can have it in your car. Amen. You, you mean you can have it in a prayer class? You can have it anywhere to be mindful that he's always with us because he's always mm-hmm. with us. Amen. The the thing is, is are you mindful that he's right. there? Right. And sometimes we're not. We're somet- not. Sometimes, you know, no. um, we become a little religious and we feel like we have to be in a building, mm-hmm. right, in order for the presence of God to be there. We feel like, you know, the right person has to sing that song. Right. You know, we feel like Gabby has to sing the song. No. Otherwise, he's not there, but <laughs> no. but he's everywhere, right? Yeah, he you is. Know, and, he is everywhere. And it's about you being mindful, right, yeah. knowing that he's always present, mm-hmm. you know, and if you would just shut off all the noise, right, put the cell phone down, right? and. Put it down. Uh, and just you know you can text them later yeah trust me <laughs> right. we'll be there or you can check this the status later you can, you can check the status you know you, can, you didn't get any more likes yeah. baby. that's how you're gonna get <laughs> right. that's it that's enough but uh but yeah if, if we would just do that i think um you know our relationship with god would be so much like sure. more intimate so oh, much yeah. deeper 
you know, and richer. We, we would get so much more out of it. But I think a lot of times we settle for the mundane. We settle for mm-hmm. the natural things yeah. when we can be, you know, stepping into the supernatural things. Um, but um, that's a whole nother topic, yeah. you know. And instead, what I'd like to do is ask you another question. Okay, go. You know, because I, I wanted to, I'm going to go back up maybe a little more more shallow. I don't know, who knows. Okay. I feel like we've been in too deep, you okay. know. We've been let's, in too deep. Yeah. Let's go back to the three feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let, let me ask you um, a little, like, more, like, personal question okay. about you. And, like, like, what is something that maybe, like, not a lot of people know? Or what do you like to do in, like, your spare time? On my spare time, um, uh, well, obviously now I like uh, I've always spent time with my family, okay. so it's uh, I I spend time with my family with my sisters. Me and my sisters are a tight unit, um, and that's mainly because my dad, um, he would always tell us, you know, cuídense, mm-hmm. se tiene nada más a ustedes, and so that's that's what we did. There's so a couple we of you, or so we ha- I have two sisters, Vivi and Lily, and I have my sister Tanya who lives in Austin. And then my brother Abraham, who lives here, big family. Yeah, it's a big family. Uh, But I mean, love all my siblings. Um, So my sister Tanya lives in Austin. So we we saw her for Thanksgiving, and then uh, because you think, oh, it's just three hours, but it's a drive. (laughs) You know, I mean, yeah, I like Bucky's, but dang. (laughs) And so, (laughs) uh, um, uh, so you know. She'll come visit, or, or we went to go visit her. We need to go again, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so um, we need to make time for that because I'm over here talking about my family, and I need, I need uh, Lord's convicting me. Have you made time to go mm-hmm. see your sister? Come on. So I, I need to make time for that. And um, so me and my sisters, we love to go thrift shopping. That's just what we do. Girls like shopping. I we get do, it. but but we like to go. We like bougie on a budget. <laughs> so we'll go <laughs> to thrift stores and you know uh, we'll go ham on it. You know we'll mm. just do our thing, and uh, so yes, girls like shopping. I have to admit it. I like shopping. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, my stores are Walmart and okay. Dollar Tree. <laughs> Those are my stores for real. Yeah. Like I love Walmart and Dollar Tree. Um, Target only when I like it's payday. You know, like Gabby went to Target, le pagaron. <laughs> and so, you know, kind of a thing. Because, you know, I like to be thrifty. I like, I'm not frugal because I like nice things. Um, What's frugal? Frugal, like cheap. Oh, okay. I'm not frugal. I, let's get that straight. But yeah, you said Dollar Tree earlier. But that's okay. You know, yes. you, you know how many snacks you can get oh, at Dollar okay, Tree? Okay. I'm all about the snacks. Mm. Snacks are life. You know, <laughs> yeah. I love Doritos. I like popcorn. I like chocolate. You can get more for your book at the Dollar Tree. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're not wrong. Just tip, date tip right here. Tell your girl to take a big purse. Go to Dollar Tree. Get <laughs> yourself like 20 bucks worth of candy. The 20 bucks at the movie theater buys you one small popcorn, one small drink, and that's it. You're not wrong. No refills. <laughs> and so, I mean, no, if refills. You, no refills. And so if you go to Dollar Tree, get yourself. You don't even have to waste 20 bucks. Just 10 bucks. Tell the baby, get whatever candy you want. She's going to love you for but that. You, but you can't take those <laughs> into the movies. I mean, they can't go. They can't go through her purse. <laughs> yeah, right. mm, they don't. Well, Another I don't date movies. tip, you know, just stick it <laughs> in the purse. <laughs> but anyways, this is my my dating tip one hundred and one <laughs> yeah. for tonight. But I like I like to spend time with my family. I like to spend time with my friends. Um, Pre COVID, I like to go to movies. So, okay. um, I went to the movies with a friend of mine uh, like a couple of weeks ago, and I was so excited because we were at the movies. Yep. And so we like to go bowling. Uh, we like we have we're big on game night in my family. Mm. We like to play loteria. Okay. So even my four year old niece likes to play loteria. So we found out this app on the phone that'll call out the cards for you instead of you having somebody oh, designated. Dang. It calls them out. And then my brother in law went a step forward and he has a TV in the kitchen. Wow. He connected it to the TV <laughs> and so everybody's like. You know, looking and here my four year old niece is playing Loteria and she beats us sometimes. So. Wow. I mean, I like to spend time with my family, cookouts, anything with uh, with family. A lot of my friends have uh, kids and they come over to my house and we just we just do game night. We do tostada nights. We do pizza nights. Just as, as everything that's family based unit. I'm all for it. I'm mm. all for it. So you mentioned your, your little niece and you yeah. know I was going to ask you about, about her, but yeah. I got to. You know, so si lo es. what was what's so special about her? Is she the only one? She's the it? only one for oh, now. OK, she's okay. the only one for now. Uh, but, but we prayed her in. Mm. We prayed her in uh, my sister and my brother. And, uh, so I. OK, now I'm going to plug in my stuff. Well, come on. So I have a, I have my my single uh, that I released a couple of years ago. Uh, Peleas por mi was was I wrote it. 
but I, it, I wrote it and the video behind it, the story behind it was my sister's infertility um, story. And so her and my brother-in-law were like really wanting a family and they had a miscarriage and everything's in the video. That's why I'm talking about it. Mm. And so they had a miscarriage and, um, and uh, they were really hurting. And as a family, you know, you hear, you hear about, you know, ladies growing up in church and stuff. You hear about hermanas que, oh, perdieron al bebé, you know, and, and well, I was a kid. I didn't know what that meant. Right. I thought, you know, they lost them at the store or something. <laughs> but I didn't know what it meant until, you know, when you're big, when you're older. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then when it gets hits home, everything's right. different when it hits home. Mm, come on. And so uh, that happened. And uh, I, I wrote that song. I wrote that song for a personal reason for me because of a previous relationship that I had. And uh, that's let's another story. No, sure. no, no, let's not. Let's not. I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, it didn't happen. No, you know, it, 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 it broke my heart. And so, and uh, I was used. And so used and abused. And then, so that's why I wrote Peleas Por Mi. But it also intertwined with my sister. Mm. So that song, it can apply to different situations. And so, um, but I wrote it and then uh, my sister grabbed onto it. And so, that's what happened with that story. So we prayed Siloe in. Um, so her name's Siloe. We call her Shiloh or Shy. And um, she's did, our joy. Did she remind you a lot of yourself as well? Like, yes. I feel like I've seen you put maybe that she's your twin or something. I don't yes, know. Yes, we are 30-something years apart. <laughs> uh, because my dad is like, she's you. It's you all over mm. again. And they have pictures wow. of me and her at the same age, you know, and we put them side by side and it, that, that's me. Even wow. her attitude, her sass, her her laugh, her spontaneous, her spontaneous, spontaneity, spontane, hey. how yeah, spontaneous she is. I'm not going to be able to say it either. Yeah. Uh, how uh, how funny she is because we're hilarious. And <laughs> uh, um, it's it's me. It's me all over again. My sister says I was just Gabby's surrogate because that's wow. Gabby's daughter. I was just going to ask you that. Like, <laughs> yeah. does your sister agree? But it sounds like no. Yeah, my sister agrees. agrees. So my my niece calls me as a term of endearment, mama. Wow. So she called me mama. Her mom is mommy and her dad is papi. Oh. And so, and it's funny because when we're all out together, like eating or whatever, we go out to the store and then she, uh, she'll be like, papi, can I have this? And she'll be, he'll be like, ask your mommy. And she'll, mommy, can I have this? Ask your mama. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, you can have it. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, okay, these people think that you have sister wives or that you're super <laughs> cool with your baby mama. And she's like coming out here with field trips with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. That's cute, though. It's cute yeah. because, uh, you know, I don't know that too many sisters that will allow, like, you know, yeah. their their uh, child to call them uh, anyone. Like, because sometimes, like, even, like, uh, kids will, like, grow, like, a close relationship yeah. with their grandparents, you yeah. know, and they'll even call them mama sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the moms are like, no, 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 like, I'm mama. And, like, yeah. that's, that's no, grandmama, yeah. you know, or whatever. Well, I, I think it has to do a lot with uh, my sister. My sister told me this. Uh, she's she's told me this several times. She's like, when I was young, she was like, when I was like a preteen, I always wanted you to be my friend. And, uh, you know, you go through those through those stages where you're like, get away from me. You're not <laughs> my friend. You're my sister. I hate you. Well, that's what we went right. through that. And so we became really good friends when she was she became an adult because me and her are six years apart. Okay. Me and the baby's mama are six years apart. And so um, we became really good friends. So she, my sister is like my best friend, mm -hmm. one of my best friends. And so uh, it, I wanted the baby to call me Tia Mami. And my sister was cool with it. She's like, yeah. But my sister didn't stop Siloe because she because Siloe did this on her own. Nobody told her to call me that. Mm. She just, she just, I don't know where she's calling me mama. And so my sister's like, okay. Wow. Yeah, but then when she gets mad at her, she's like, "Come get your child." And I'm like, "Oh dang." <laughs> no, but uh, but it's cute, and and I like to to see you know, cause I have a I have um, I have let's see, like seven seven. <laughs> he doesn't even know how many he has. It's, cause it's seven, seven. That's a lot. Seven yeah. nephews and nieces. Yeah. You know, but there's one that like has like maybe a little more of my heart, and that's mm -hmm. because for several reasons. But yeah. she was the first one. Yeah. She was the first one, and she lives with me now currently. Um, she's starting to outgrow me and, and stuff, and oh, so like she's how are you feeling? she's over me now, you know. <laughs> like she she's like getting real close to like her like friends that are her age and stuff mm. like that. Um, but you know, you, you okay? build. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I need therapy. I don't know. <laughs> He's gonna start crying. Yeah, <laughs> right. But but you build special yeah, like bonds and you special do. connections with you them, do. you know. And um, you know, it's just 
uh, I don't know, like, I think maybe that's what life's about sometimes. Oh, it's yeah, like, totally. Because you, sometimes you just connect with, like, certain yeah, people, you, you know, do. like, more like than you would uh, with uh, th- with others. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah. But I see, I see that, like, you know, um, that you guys, like, have this, like, um, you know, special bond, special connection. Oh, yeah, totally. And God's always, God's used her through her four years now um, to teach me lessons, you know, like, just random lessons, you know, that wow. it, it'll just come and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Because it's different. Yeah. It's different when, the, when they're there with you. It's crazy because like, uh, even, like you said, even at, at such a young age, sometimes, like, they're already, like, you know, teaching. They're already, oh, like, yeah. I mean, God's already using them, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and you don't even, they don't even know. Yeah, they don't even yeah. know it, yeah. And sometimes they knew. Sometimes they do. Sometimes, like, they're, like, uh, smarter, I guess, than we give them credit. Oh, you yeah, know? totally. And uh, they'll surprise you for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's just... uh it's incredible, but um, I guess that's just the, again the beauty of life, and yeah. um, and I think maybe sometimes that's why like sometimes we give ourselves too much credit, and it's always God, you know, mm-hmm. that's behind us and really like uh, propelling us to you know um, I guess where we are currently today, and um, without Him, obviously we wouldn't be here. Of course. Um, but hey, like, I didn't even realize it, man. We're like uh, I already looked at the time; we're a little over an hour now. We uh, are. Time time flies. Yeah, I know. Um, oh my goodness. But. <laughs> I, I thank you. I thank you so much for, for hey, coming yeah, on for here sure. and doing this. And seriously, like you really did. Like, I'm not just saying this. You really made time fly. And okay. and, and it was interesting getting to know you. Yeah, and like, sure. um, I know our audience is going to enjoy it as well Thanks. and see it. Maybe I hope I made sense. No, you made plenty of sense. Okay, okay. And you know what? You, you plugged yourself in a little bit earlier. Plug yourself again. Like, what's your uh, Instagram handle? My my Instagram handle. Uh, How can that. they find you on uh, Instagram? You or are you on Spotify, too? I'm on Spotify, too. So I'm official Gabby Armendariz on Instagram. Spotify, it's Gabby Armendariz. Um, my Facebook is Gabby Armendariz also. Um, I, uh, you know, follow me. Any questions, you can always DM me. I want to be as transparent as I possibly can. Um, uh, you, made I, it, you made it really simple. All of them was Gabby Armendariz. Gabby yeah. Armendariz. Yeah. So it's not. It's so not my Instagram is official underscore oh, Gabby right. Armendariz. And so uh, but it's Gabby Armendariz. And uh, yeah, don't be afraid to to ask questions, to ask me anything. Now, if you're trying to go into my DMs mm, and trying to date on. me, Call them out. that's another thing that <laughs> that's another subject. Are you, tr- you trying to talk dating? We don't have to cut no, it right no, now. No, no, no. We we, sure? we do not want to yeah. talk dating. If you want to slide into her DMs. You cannot. You, know. <laughs> you cannot. There's a filter. <laughs> <laughs> you better come with a word. You better, come, you better be from God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but if you do, okay. It better, ha- it better have a blue check mark or it's okay. You, you don't have, have to have, have a blue check mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. All right. But um, seriously, thank you again. Thank hey, you. No this problem. was fun. Thank you for having me. Um, you're definitely very funny. You're not lying when you say that. Thanks. Um, and uh, it makes for you know inter- a lot of entertainment and Thanks. very enjoyable. Um, so thanks again You're thanks welcome. again for doing thank this thank you for having me hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, we'll have to do this again some other time alright God bless guys <laughs>